The following special podcast, A Chat with Our Mayor, previously broadcast on Beach Booster Radio, is brought to you by the Beach Booster Media Group, locally owned and operated right here in the beach. Hello, everybody. This is Bill Friday with another edition of Chat with the Mayor. And I think maybe it's a fireside chat with this cold weather. Mayor Brian Smith, uh, welcome again. Well, thank you, Bill. And uh, based on this weather, it would be nice to have a fireside right here right now, wouldn't it? Maybe a warm toddy to go with it? (laughs) It would be. It would be. Uh, So the last time we talked was back back in November, I think. We we talked at that time about your Christmas dinner that you were going to have at the Recplex. You you said that there were people in town who would appreciate uh, having a Christmas dinner, and perhaps people who were lonely, people who were in need of uh, having food at that time of year. Um, how did it go? Well, uh, it was it was just a great event, uh, Bill, and uh, I plan to do it on an annual basis. Um, you know, we had uh, 140 some odd people signed up. It was a nasty, uh, um, stormy day, uh, but we had over 90, I think, actually showed up to the dinner, and I think it'll grow every year. Uh, but the response from the folks who who came out to enjoy their dinner was absolutely phenomenal. They were very grateful and uh, very humble, and uh, you know, just a lot of really good folks they were and, and and folks from all walks of life and and for all different reasons that they were there and uh, some very touching stories and it was more about than just the dinner it was about the atmosphere it was about the experience so we wanted to make sure that the hall was decorated nicely and and uh, you know we had uh, some donations made uh, from the good folks at foodland they donated some uh, some tabletop uh, goodies and and candies and whatnot for everybody and uh, uh, taste of paradise uh, did the catering for me and of course, did a phenomenal job as always. And um, the remarkable part, though, was the over eighty volunteers that came out. We probably had one volunteer for every person who attended this year. And the volunteers, like always in any community, but especially in Wasaga Beach, the volunteers made the event what it was. And uh, they were a special group of people. I look forward to working with them again next year. That it is heartwarming when you get the cooperation of the people in in Wasaga Beach who are who are just more than willing to give free of their time. Absolutely. And uh, I dropped over there early on on the Saturday, and uh, they were busy working, getting the dining room all set up, and it was such a... It was beautiful, actually, uh, uh, sort of different with uh, black tablecloths. And, and Done up just like a gal. It was a great experience, and at the... You know, when the, when the, when the folks came in, we, we first took them into the lion's den, of course, and they had some popcorn, and were able to get pictures done with Santa Claus and, and uh, Enrique Photo art did the photos for us and did a phenomenal job. And uh, uh, Councillor Smith um, was Santa's helper, and uh, Santa was there, which was just always a, a you know a joy and a win for everybody. And then from there, we uh, brought them out, and uh, they lined up to get in for dinner. And then they were escorted into dinner by uh, by my son-in-law, my future son-in-law, and my daughters. And uh, Joanne and I were there to say hi to everybody. And then we were able to get around and talk with everybody. And uh, uh, DJ Nation uh, did did the music for us. Uh, So it was just a great night, and uh, I look forward to doing it again.
Good. Well, that's that's wonderful, and and it's all, it really is comforting to know that our mayor would do that. So, and I'd be remiss to not also indicate all of the, the centerpieces and the flowers were were uh, were donated by Kathy's Flowers and Wasaga Flowers, and uh, we we had uh, uh, poinsettias in in uh, in the middle of all the tables, which the people were welcome to take. And uh, of course, we had uh, grab bags and takeaways for the kids and the rest mm-hmm. of the family, and cookies and so on. So, it, just a great evening. I. I'm I'm still shining and gloating about it because it was just such a special time. Oh, that's good. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Now let's uh, let's talk a little bit about town hall business, if you will. And, Do we have uh, to? Yeah. <laughs> no, we could talk about other things, but I, I think the people would like to know uh, what's happening at town hall. And I, I know that you have a new town clerk here. We do. Holly Bryce is our new town clerk. Uh, we hired her uh, back in uh, in. Uh, the, Late November, early December, and uh, she came on board uh, right after, uh, uh, um, right, right in the beginning of December, and uh, she's doing just a fine job. She's an experienced, uh, experienced young young lady, and uh, who's very bright and is a great addition to the team. Yeah, where did where did uh, Holly come from? Where, where so Holly's background, I'm not sure of her whole background, but I know that she did spend some time in a tiny township in special events, and uh, she was then a clerk in Penetanguishene and a CAO for a short period of time uh, in really? Penetanguishene, mm-hmm. and then um, was uh, out doing her own thing for a while, and uh, um, she actually we she did come in and work for us on a contract basis uh, uh, in the interim, and uh, then we hired her on as a full time clerk. We went through the process, and uh, she was certainly the uh, the gal who was chosen. And uh, I think it's so far been very positive, well, good that's, choice. That's great. Now we did talk about Andrew McNeil uh, in our last interview back in November, but uh, how's Andrew doing? Uh, Andrew's doing just great. He's doing a great job for the town. He's uh, very vested. Uh, he believes in our community. He's, uh, again, a hometown boy. Well, he's a local guy. He's a local hometown yeah. boy back from many, many years ago. Uh, and, uh, again, another great choice, I think, on behalf of uh, of uh, this organization and a great asset to the team. Mm-hmm. We, we now have a, a grant writing uh, person. Uh, what's that all about? Sure, Mr. Brian Peter. And again, that was uh, uh, when council first came, uh, uh, was first uh, inaugurated. Uh, shortly after that, uh, we uh, had talked about bringing on a director of economic development tourism and, of course, a grant writer. And uh, Brian is a part-time employee uh, on contract, and uh, he's in on Mondays and Tuesdays, I believe, and then he works some hours from home. But he specializes in specific works on grants, finding money for the town so as that we can uh, you know, save dollars and move projects could you, forward. Could, could you give us a little example of where you might use this? Well, yeah, there, there are grants out there on a regular basis, whether it be from private sector, there are grants from the federal government, the provincial government, so on and so forth. And, and uh, not that staff uh, and the town hasn't done a good job at getting grants in the past, but you can always do better. And uh, what, what I felt and, and, and uh, I think council felt was that there was money out there perhaps we just weren't tapping into. And so uh, in bringing someone like Brian on board with some expertise in grant writing and, and knowing where to look and how to find these things, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's just points us in the right direction and uh, hopefully is going to um, bring us some dollars and cents that we're going to be able to combine with the towns to, to move forward and do things. Well, that, that sounds very interesting and, and very well worthwhile if uh, if we do get some, some grants in here, that's for sure. A very capable uh, fellow, and I'm sure he's going to uh, pay for himself tenfold once we get rolling. Good stuff, good stuff. Main Street Properties. Um, let's touch a little bit about 
um, the main beach and see what's happening down there. So the main beach or the main street? M- main beach area one no, and two. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Basically, basically <clears throat> the properties that the town purchased earlier uh, last year. Sure. So I always like to to clarify that when people say the town purchased, it's actually the citizens of the town of Wasaga Beach have invested. Uh, in our future, and uh, that's important that we understand that, and uh, and it is an investment in our future. So, uh, you know, how are they going? Well, last year was a great summer. I think we were up somewhere around between five and six hundred thousand um, tourists, and uh, as I've said before, that that wasn't all council and and staff. You know, great weather and the lower dollar and uh, gas prices being low and uh, and so on and so forth. It all helps. But uh, again, I'll reiterate that the staff here at Town Hall worked very hard to create a lot more. Uh, functions and special events and uh, worked with uh, the public to do that and and council was focused on uh, recreating um, uh, you know Wasaga Beach that is known for uh, to tourism as a special destination to be and I think that shone through last year now the problem with that and being successful last year is in 2016 we got some big boots to fill and uh, so be rest assured that uh, council and staff uh, are working hard uh, towards 2016 summer season but it's not just about the summer it's not just about the tourists we did a lot of events last year that we've seen a lot of local folks out a lot more than we did in the past and uh, we plan to do the same thing this year it's about finding a balance bill I've said it many times for both the full-time residents and the tourists uh, and that's what we're planning to do. So uh, the, the properties themselves, um, currently an RFP has gone out and has come back. So uh, council will be getting a report back very shortly from uh, the Director of Economic Development and Tourism as to uh, the three bars and who's uh, um, reply, re- responded to the RFP and uh, who might that, that may be awarded to. Uh, council will make those decisions. And with the rest, respect to the rest of the pop- properties, it's my understanding uh, from staff that uh, lots of uh, inquiries and some have already, um, my understanding is some have already uh, renewed for next year. And uh, we'll uh, soon put an RFP out for anyone else who wants to come forward. And uh, the, the hope this year is to get 100% of those buildings rented. Uh-oh. It's important to uh, uh, understand, Bill, that the good folks at Wasaga Beach understand that you know, the long-term goal here is not to continue to just rent these buildings out season by season or five years at a time. It's to redevelop um, Wasaga Beach. It's to redevelop Beach Area 1 and 2 to to make it a, a destination uh, for tourists, but more importantly, a place that our locals are going to want to go and be on a regular basis as well. And that means finding a a balance between what will be there that is for the locals and what will be there that is for tourists and, and what is there that works for both. And I'm sure there will be a combination of residential and business and um, it will be a special place. So, um, you know, the long-term goal is to redevelop it. The short-term goal is to keep it running and keep it rolling until we get there. Well, more interest, of course, uh, in, the, in the what they call the, the Main Street Market, if you will, which is running adjacent to the uh, to the main beach uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell me how that's going? Sure. So, uh, again, uh, our Director of Economic Development and Tourism, Andrew McNeil, is uh, leading that, and uh, it was his brainchild. And uh, my understanding is that it's going quite well. He's got several people. Uh, he's, as a matter of fact, he brought a list to Committee of the Whole uh, last month, I believe, of the inquiries that he's had for local businesses that want to be there and, uh, and have kiosks. And uh, it's actually going to take place, or it was going to be in the place of the 
old pedestrian mall or Main Street proper for those who have been around a long time. Um, and uh, Where the old fire was. Where right? the fire was, that's right, right, right down. So when you come over the bridge, there it'll be. I think it's going to be a great uh, a great success, And uh, but it's going to grow. It's not going to all happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day, and if it was, we'd hire their contractor. Looking at some of the sketches that are available, uh, the retro look looks pretty good, actually. Well, again, it's it's exciting times in Wasaga Beach, and um, it's not that it's not some trying times, but it's exciting times. And uh, you know, I, I also say this: uh, there's two things we all hate or dislike, and that's change and the way things are. <laughs> so we need to choose which way to go. And what we've learned for uh, many, many, many years, hundreds and thousands of years, is if you don't change and evolve, you die. And uh, Wasaga Beach is changing. And um, the people in the last election, they voted for change. They embraced change. And um, change is what we plan to do. And I think they're getting it. I really do. It. I really do. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the casino location of Beach 1 and 2. Um I, I think everybody was uh, was thrilled with the fact that perhaps the casino would go down uh, into the main beach area, one and two. Uh, can you tell us a little bit further about that? Well, I, I wouldn't go so far, uh, Bill, to say, say that everybody was thrilled with it or is thrilled with it. But, uh, you know, I can tell you that I've received some uh, negative comments, but I received a ton of positive comments. And, uh, you know, we're not saying it's going to be there. All we've done here in this case uh, through um, uh, working with the community and having a, a community meeting uh, to get feedback from, from, from the folks, good folks of the town, is that we're going to add it as a fifth location. There's already four locations that have been chosen by the last council, and we've just added this to the list as a possible fifth location. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the casino is going to go where the operator and the developer of that casino decides they want it to be. Now, at the end of the day, again, uh, having said that, uh, the town has the final say. But I would anticipate that a developer and or the operator is going to come to town if they choose Wasaga Beach over Collingwood. Uh, and they're going to look at those five locations and they may look at others and then they're going to say, well, here's the one we'd like it to be at. We may have to look at a different location if that's where they want it to be. Or it may be uh, Beach Area 1 and 2. It may be out at Highway 26 or the old Waterworld site. That's going to be up to them. We've just added another location to make it more attractive. Well, it seems like it's a, a long time coming, and I, I guess there will be some decisions coming up in, in 2016, at least uh, at least picking the, the operator of the casino. Um, is is that still uh, the, the plan? The, the last uh, uh, correspondence we had uh, with the OLG was th that we would be seeing uh, an operator chosen in 2016. That's correct, and we're, we're moving forward with that same plan. Um, it's important to note, I think, Bill, with respect to Beach uh, Area 1 and 2, that um, you know this casino is 300 slots and, and 20... Uh, uh, seats, um, which is equivalent of about uh, 10 tables. Um, it, it's not a huge building. And, uh, you know, the one, the one uh, question I do get asked, well, what are you going to do with all the traffic and the parking? Um, this will be a casino if it's on Beach Area 1 and 2. We're not going to allow, uh, I'm confident that Council won't allow a casino to take out blocks. 
it may take up a half a block and it'll just be a different design it may be stacked so it may be on two floors or three floors and parking will work around that and we'll we'll make sure that that is you know built into it um, it's not going to take up the whole beachfront but what it will do if that is a chosen location is help as a um, as, as a mode uh, to move uh, the development uh, down there forward. It'll be a catalyst. To It'll be a that, catalyst yeah. for sure. So yeah. if you want a hotel, uh, the casino being there would certainly, I think, help entice a hotelier to come and build there. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not about making the whole beach a casino. It's a very small portion of Beach Area 1 and 2 that would be the casino. And it would be, uh, you know, the plan would be built around uh, it blending in and not standing out so as that people believe this is, uh, you know, uh, downtown Las Vegas. So that fear, although it's out there, I don't think it's uh, it's necessary. We'll we'll work it through. Yeah, three hundred slots are not a lot of slots, are they? Well, we had arcades down there with a thousand twelve hundred pinball machines. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, let's talk about uh, our main street, <clears throat> our main street, which uh, apparently is going to be on Main Street. Absolutely. Again, uh, as with the casino, we went out to the public and held a public uh, uh, consultation and meeting and uh, allowed uh, and, and looked for feedback from the public. And although I believe personally that Main Street, the chosen location would probably be Main Street, the historic Main Street, I was very surprised by the overwhelming. I think it was probably somewhere around 97, 98% of the people that placed their dot on the map it was Main Street proper. And uh, so that's going to be the location. And now, again, it's uh, back to uh, Andrew McNeil and the staff uh, and, and the planning department and so on and so forth to, uh, to now put the plan together. And we've approved uh, the funding for that in the budget. Uh, and we'll do that in conjunction with monies from the province and, uh, and private uh, monies from developers to move that plan uh, forward and uh, to create a plan. And, and the plan is so important. And uh, uh, because what we've, what I've heard, and I think what the, the staff have heard from developers is that they want something solid. They don't want to come to Wasaga Beach or any town, for that matter, or city, and build without a finite end result. What is that going to be? What's it going to look like? And so that plan is important. And the other thing important to note with this plan is it's going to be a roadmap to take us from start to finish, as opposed to just some ideas or pie-in-the-sky thoughts as to what it might look like. Um, it will be uh, fairly finite and final, and that'll come back to council for approval, and we'll keep going back and forth until we get there. Be helter-skelter? <clears throat> well, I uh, I don't know that uh, that's what it's going to be at all, but I can tell you um, uh, I, for one, am determined to move it forward and make it happen. Main Street, for me, is extremely important for the full-time citizens of Wasaga Beach. It's a, it's a sense of place. It's a sense of, of gathering. It's, it's, you know, Christmas, walking down the street, shopping in your own town, shaking hands and saying hi to your neighbors. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see an ice rink that goes up the side of it. You could skate down Main Street. I mean, who knows what it will be? Um, but at the end of the day, it's a sense of place. And... Uh, um, it's going to tie well to Beach Area 1 and 2, I think, when it's all said and done. But again, I caution the people of Wasaga Beach, don't expect this to happen next year. It's going to take several years. What I can tell you Maybe is Maybe during your second term, is that Well, right? I, I sure hope so. Uh, I, I, I can tell you that there's no reason why we can't see things starting 
some form of construction starting by the end of this term. If, uh, if we can get through the politics and if we can get through the red tape and the processes, if you will, um, and make things happen. You have to make it attractive to the to the investors. So. It has to be attractive to developers, it has to be attractive to investors, and it has to be attractive to the people who live here all year round, that they're going to want to be there. Because from Main Street, the tourists will enjoy Main Street no matter what when they come here along with the beach and so on and so forth. I want a Main Street that's going to bring people, get them off their butts out of their house and come down and, and, and be together and be a community. Yeah, as a matter of, yeah, get them off their butts is right. You know, I, I just read something about if you're if you're sitting for eleven hours a day, and some of us do, uh, you're going to die in three years. So let, let's let's get them off their butts. Get up and get moving. Let's keep living. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, the, the hospital in Collingwood. There's some rumors of that they want to they want to redevelop something they want to relocate. Um, do we have any interest in Wasaga Beach for that? Well, let me let me again clear something up. It's not a rumor. Uh, the redevelopment of Collingwood Hospital is well underway. Uh, the staff uh, at the Collingwood uh, General Marine Hospital and the, the board uh, are, are working diligently to, to redevelop the hospital. Do they want to relocate? That's not a finite decision either. But, um, you know, what I'll say about the hospital is it's, it's, a, it's a very important part of our community. And when I say our community, I talk about Wasaga Beach, Collingwood, uh, the village of Blue Mountain proper, Blue Mountain where, where all everything happens because the majority of the rest of Blue Mountain is in Gray County, um, and Clearview. And uh, so that's the community they talk about. And, and, and I can tell you that the staff and the board at the hospital are intent on making sure that this hospital serves the community as a whole. And um, the, the, the old hospital, although it's a, she's a great old girl, she's kind of lived out her life. And so they know that they need to, uh, to do something there. And to simply renovate is probably not financially feasible or is it wise, but you never know what the province will decide. They could, the province could very well decide to, no, we're just going to do more renovations. So there's a couple of options or a few options. One is to stay where it is today and renovate it or add to it. They know they can't go up, but they could add to it. I Meaning add to it, they could build something. They could buy properties around that hospital, giving them more space, basically build a new hospital or a huge renovation and then take down the rest. Um, or the, the third option is that they could, they could build on a greenfield site, uh, so a new location completely. And so having said or, or having known that, the town of Wasaga Beach right now, the council is looking at uh, options uh, that we can take to the board uh, to say, look, at here's a uh, property uh, that we believe, uh, not only because it's in Wasaga Beach, but because it's central to the region. What's interesting, if you take that region that we talk about, Clearview, Wasaga yeah. Beach, Collingwood, Blue Mountain, the village at Blue, if you will, and you put, put, you know, you look at that on a map. If you looked at Wilson's Corners, it's mm-hmm. kind of almost dead center. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at this when I first heard about it. The first thing that clicked in my head was, well, I would like to see the hospital central to the region. So it's kind of the same distance for all the citizens to travel. And uh, when you think about emergency care in my eyes and that golden hour that you often hear about when you have a heart attack or a stroke or a serious injury, getting someone to that hospital as quickly as possible, I think a hospital should be central to the region. 
Is it going to be central of the region? Is it going to be at Wilson's Corners? Is it going to be in Wasaga Beach or Collingwood or Clearview? I don't know. What I can tell you is this. This council is uh, is uh, is looking at uh, some different options that we are going to be able to take to the board in the near future and say, here's an option that you can build uh, in, the, in this location and uh, we'll give you the land to do so. And uh, that location will be central to the region, to the whole region. So it will serve everyone equally. Get it away from that blue mountain, maybe. <laughs> Especially in the wintertime when all the skiers uh, break their legs or whatever and you try to go into emergency at that well, at that, that, time, you know. that won't change. And it's not about getting it away from Collingwood or Blue Mountain or, or closer to anywhere. It's about getting it central that all citizens in the community as a whole are served equally. And uh, the, ho- the new hospital... Uh, will be a great asset no matter where it is. And, and it'll be the same staff who are great staff and, and a board that's doing their utmost to make it the best hospital they can. I have all the respect in the world for the board and the staff. They work hard. Um, but it's about getting it to a central location, in my opinion, in a location that uh, you know you can get to it as quickly as anybody. The people from Blue Mountain will still come to it. It's still, you know, it's going no, to be within that. It's in the Sim- no, county no, of Simcoe. No question, no question about that. Um, let's switch a little bit to affordable housing. Um, there is a big plan, of course, for the region, and Wasago Beach is part of that region. Um, right. What, what, what are the plans about affordable housing in, in the beach? Well, let's talk about the region or the county. Mm. The county, as you know, uh, Bill, is made up of 16 uh, municipalities in the two separated cities, Barrie and Orillia. Uh, and the plan back uh, three years ago uh, was uh, for them to build somewhere around 2,600 affordable housing units in the county mm-hmm. over 10 years. Well, we're three years into that, and uh, they've done, we've virtually built none. And uh, the new warden of Simcoe County, Jerry Marshall, uh, is, again, very uh, intent on you know moving this forward and getting it done. Jerry Marshall is, is mayor of... Mayor of Penetanguishene. Mayor, mayor of Pen- okay. And, and the warden of Simcoe County. Mm-hmm. So he is very intent, and so is the rest of county council, on, on getting these units uh, and uh, and built. And, and they won't all be new units. They, they may be uh, existing buildings that get renovated. They may be uh, partnerships, uh, private-public, but it's getting affordable units out there. And uh, so, um, you know, I have had conversations, uh, the staff here have had conversations and meetings with uh, with county staff and uh, and the warden himself, and we've toured with Saga Beach. And uh, the plan for us here is to uh, ensure that we get our share of affordable housing units uh, that are county units. We currently have one in Wasaga Beach on 23rd Street and 7th Lane, which has about 40 units there. But that's all the county housing we have in the community. Community. And what we do know about Wasaga Beach is we have a great need for affordable housing, whether it be county-owned or not. And uh, so this is just uh, another um, plus, if you will, uh, on the uh, uh, on the side of Wasaga Beach. And uh, the county is willing to work with us, and uh, it's about finding a property that works and uh, then um, encouraging the county, which not going to take an encouraging their intent on doing this and to get some uh, county more county county housing in Wasaga Beach. Yeah, well, that'll be something to look forward to. I guess this takes a little bit of time. Sure, it no takes some time. And, 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 and again, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about what's important. And it's important that people understand that affordable housing is not a bad thing. 
It's a need in every community across the country, across North America. And affordable housing doesn't mean a ghetto. It simply means it it is priced at a little less than perhaps regular housing, or some of it might be county-assisted, and some of it isn't. And uh, we have affordable housing here now um, that is at a lower rate than other housing. The town currently owns four rental units that we use as affordable housing. Uh, So it's not a bad thing. What's difficult to do is to sometimes put affordable housing in a, a, in a, a community or a subdivision or neighborhood that's already established. But um, it's a must. It's a need. And I'd like to see any new development include a percentage, 5-10% of affordable housing. And, and, you know, when you talk to developers, they're, they're good with that because they understand the need. So um, it's about doing what's best for all the folks of Wasaga Beach. And we're, we're, this council is intent and working hard on getting those things done. Good stuff. Good stuff. And the county is intent on working with the communities to do so. And, and so your relationship with the county is pretty good, I would uh, think. Absolutely. <laughs> I believe our I believe our relationship with all communities in the county is good. Uh, we we've got a we've got an awesome town. We've got the best town in the county. I don't mind saying that, but huh. we've we've got a great county. The county of Simcoe County is a special place. Let me tell you. Yeah, I I, I believe so too. I believe so too. Let's talk a little bit about high school. We don't have a high school in Wasaga Beach. Yeah, we don't have a high school in Wasaga Beach. And as you know, Bill, part of my campaign platform was uh, to do everything I could and not stop fighting for one until the doors open. And uh, so we've put together a high school task force, which is uh, made up of, of uh, six, um, six uh, members of the public and uh, myself and uh, Councillor Bray and um, six very bright members of the public. Three of those members, between the three of them, have over 100 years' experience in the education field. Uh, We've just added a member, Mr. Trent Gow, uh, to that committee, who's a very bright man and and, um, knows a lot of people and uh, knows the system. And uh, so we are, the, 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 the committee, the task force, sorry, it's not a committee, it's a task force, uh, because its sole purpose is a high school. And so we have been working diligently, meeting every two weeks uh, for, I guess, going on uh, seven months now or thereabouts, and um, pulling together everything we can to create a uh, presentation to make uh, to the county when the time is right, um, indicating and showing them why Wasaga Beach should have a high school. And again, in the past, the county has said, uh, we don't want a high school in Wasaga Beach because it will... Uh, you know, jeopardize or have us close schools in Elmville and Stainer or wherever. And I've said it all along, and I stand by it. That dog don't hunt. Uh, we have six students from Wasaga Beach that go to Stainer Collegiate, and we have 42 or 44 students that go to Elmville. And Elmville High School is at about 109% capacity. Now, they've just received a very large sum of money um, uh, for renovations there. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to um, change the the school from as to how many students it houses, is my understanding. I could be wrong on that, but I'm quite confident it's not going to increase the amount of students that school will take, nor is it going to increase the, the, uh, the programs that it offers. Um, but um, either way, this isn't about closing another school. And, and, and I would say, and I've had conversations with uh, the mayors of these other communities to say, we don't want you to dare close a school in Elmville or Stainer. It's a vital part of every community. A high school is a place of, of a sense of place and belonging to the students who go there. 
Um, and and so to close schools in uh, small communities is, is just wrong on every level, in my opinion. Um, it's about what's right for Wasaga Beach. It's about what's fair to Wasaga Beach. And we often talk about the business plan. And I understand business plans, 32 years of uh, business planning. I get it. But... Um, we also have to look past the business plan and say, what's right for the, our children? And I would uh, venture to guess again that we are one of, if not the largest community in North America that doesn't have a high school. Tons of towns around us with a lot less people, less than 19,000 people, have high schools. Wasaga Beach doesn't. And, uh, you know, we often hear the argument, well, if we, again, if we take, if we give you a high school, we're going to do damage to another school in another community. I don't believe that. I don't believe that has to happen. But if it did, why is it that Wasaga Beach is the savior for all the other communities and we're having to bus our children out? Whatever happened to fair representation uh, for every taxpaying dollar we send? So what I know is this. I believe uh, at this point in the game that uh, the Simcoe County Board of Education uh, wants to work with the town of Wasaga Beach to have a high school. We need to put a presentation together, which we will do and we are working on in the not-too-distant future, that um, shows them why it should be here and gives and helps the board understand and find a way to make the business plan to the ministry as to why we should have a high school here. So it's a win-win for everybody. But at the end of the day, for me, it's about our children in this community having a high school where it should be in their own community, and I'm going to fight like the Dickens to get that done. You seem pretty positive about that. <laughs> well, I can I can promise you 100% for sure that that fight, I'm not going to stop that fight. So. Good for you. Okay. <clears throat> well, thanks for that update. Now, uh, we've just been dumped with a bit of snow, uh, like more than a bit of snow, uh, and more in the east end than in the so-called west end. Uh, which I'm thankful for because my house is in the West End. But um, tell us about how do they handle this here? Uh, with uh, how does the department handle that? Well, you know, snow removal, and I and I uh, I didn't understand it completely till I became mayor. But I can tell you, it was only mayor a couple of days. We had a major snowfall, and the phone was ringing. And I I remember saying to staff, "What the heck's going on here? Is this is this normal? Oh yeah, yeah." People have to understand that when we have heavy snowfall like we just had, um, that it's, uh, you know, we only have so much manpower and so much equipment. And uh, we do our, uh, our very best. And Kevin Alon, our director of, uh, of uh, public works, and his staff over there uh, work a ton of overtime to get the job done and do the best they can. And uh, are we perfect? No. And is there always room for improvement? Yes. But it's not an easy task to do, especially when you have major storms. And uh, we never get calls or complaints when it's just a regular everyday winter day or we have a little bit of snow here and there. It's when we get a heavy snowfall. And the other thing to understand is that, uh, and you just said it, this last storm, boy, oh boy, I couldn't see across the street here. But when I got to 40th Street or 38th Street, the roads were dry and the sun was shining. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, you know, I remember calling my mother in, in Collingwood and she was saying, oh, what do you mean it's storming? It's beautiful here. So it's, um, you know, we live on the lake and lake effect, uh, lake effect snow. And uh, as warm as it's been and the temperature drops, we, we get dumped on. And uh, 
you know, I love winter storms, and, uh, you know, the good folks of Wasaga Beach uh, are just going to have to be patient. We're doing the best we can, and we're always looking for ways to improve. What I can tell you is that we exceed the minimum standards that the ministry sets for snow removal uh, in this community, and uh, staff work hard to continue to exceed that uh, minimum standard. So we're, we're doing the best we can. I'm sure you are, and and actually they're pretty pretty good today after a big dump that we had yesterday. So uh, I do uh, applaud Kevin and his staff for doing the good work that they do, uh, even though there are com- people who will complain no matter what. Is that right? And you know, and and, and let me make clear. Sometimes people have a right to complain. We do things sometimes, uh, as everybody does. We make mistakes. Um, it's not that you complain. Sometimes it's just how you complain. <laughs> there you go. Brian, I really appreciate you sitting down with me today. And I think we've gone over a, a great deal, probably more than we should have. But you uh, you certainly um, fill up a, a, a good half hour without a problem. And, and I appreciate that. So I appreciate you sitting down with me today. and and doing this and uh, can we uh, set a date for the next one I know that uh, we, we like to do this every every time we have a, a sit down but um, perhaps in another couple of months could we sit down again absolutely it's always my pleasure to sit down with uh, with Beach Boost or any other media for that matter to talk about Wasaga Beach it's my uh, next to my wife and kids it's uh, probably my favorite topic so uh, be more than happy to do that and uh, you know it's not it's not difficult to fill a half hour you're right and why Wasaga Beach is going through some positive change and great things are happening and uh, uh, it's very easy to talk about great things in this community thank you Mary Smith Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. My pleasure. You're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Hi, this is Joe from Beach Booster. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio station. Grab your free Beach Booster Radio app from our homepage. Enjoy Beach Booster Radio anywhere. Thanks for listening. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. The special podcast of A Chat with Our Mayor has been brought to you by Beach Booster Media Group, locally owned and operated right here in the beach. Thanks for listening.